This is Sam from Paradise Beers, and you're listening to PS Tape Recorder. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, comedian Ian Bag. Canadian healthcare, the struggle with it is people say there's lines for certain things, you have to wait for certain things, and that's a population thing. So if Toronto has got all the population, of, most of the population of Canada, they're going to have most of the best. You know, some uh, comics we can talk to, you know, once, maybe twice, and they've got some interesting stories, some interesting things to say. Ian Bag, always welcome on the show. We talk uh, a lot about the recent election and so forth and his view, you know, as a Canadian, of course, who I now believe is an American citizen, actually. Uh, also, the song of the week will be from the 1975 Fangirl, and I went and saw the show. I'll do a little review of that at the end of the podcast. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to be lazy again. It is uh, Thanksgiving week, so I thought I'd treat you folks to uh, probably our most popular a dumb bit ever. Uh, this is Welcome to Facebook. I was on SoundCloud the other day. We have it uploaded there as well, and it's been downloaded a ton of times. It's been listened to a ton of times, and the actual episode where we interviewed uh, the gal from Welcome to Night Vale uh, is also one of our most popular episodes. So uh, here for a little Thanksgiving treat is an encore performance of Welcome to Facebook. An itch you can't scratch, a smell you can't sniff. Welcome to Facebook. Joan posts, I'm continuing to train for my first 5K. It's going to feel great crossing that off my bucket list. Ted Ernst comments, Good luck, Joan. Becky Tawanda comments, I ran my first 5K in Desert Bluffs back in June. I almost didn't make it back. I finished with an awesome time. But I almost didn't make it back. Anara Snell comments, You can do it, Joan. Old Woman Josie posts, I lost 150 pounds on the Akai Berry Diet, and you can too. Because you ironically like Fox News, the American Enterprise Institute, and John Stossel's mustache fan page, Facebook also recommends the Mitt Romney page. You should like the Mitt Romney page. A meme with actor Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka says, Tell me again how you pay for groceries with food stamps, but have an iPhone? Eric Stornacker comments, Why do all poor people have iPhones? I don't have an iPhone. Dirk Westenberg comments, These people on food stamps should not have iPhones. Why isn't the liberal media reporting this? Joan posts to old woman Josie's wall, Josie, I think your account has been hacked. Possibly by angels. Possibly by gremlins. Edgar Muria posts, To all my FB friends, I want to stay privately connected with you. However, with the recent changes in FB, the public can now see activities in any wall. This happens when our friends hit like 
or comment. Automatically, their friends see our posts too. Unfortunately, we cannot change this setting by ourselves because Facebook has configured it this way. So, I need your help. Only you can do this for me. Please place your mouse over my name above. Do not click. A window will appear. Now move the mouse onto Friends, also without clicking. Then down to Settings, click here, and a list will appear. Remove the check on comments and likes by clicking on it. By doing this, my activity amongst my friends and my family will no longer become public. Many thanks. Paste this on your wall so your contacts can follow suit. That is, if you care about your privacy. Robert Ulrichson comments, Edgar, this will only keep your friends from seeing your stuff. Cynthia Harnsfeld comments, Done. Scott Wallnocker comments, Done. John Fornessy comments, Thanks for posting this. Done. Rob Ulrichson comments, This doesn't work. Here's a link from a social media expert explaining why. Debbie Ornsdale comments, Done. Pete Norsash comments, I had no idea. Done. Clem Stratensfierstein posts, Members of Congress get lifetime pay. See the link below. Like if you think this is outrageous. Debbie Ornsdale comments, Why don't we get lifetime pay? Rob Ulrichson comments, This is another internet rumor. Here is a link to an Urban Legends website debunking it. Edgar Muria comments, It's time to fire all of those people in Washington. Robin Smitherick comments, No wonder we are so far in debt. This is where we should start cutting the budget. Ross Bagdadalorian comments, I am going to find out who my congressman is and write them. Jeff Rebus posts, I love when people post videos on Facebook. I do not like Tumblr. Facebook is so much better than Tumblr. I don't understand Tumblr at all. Old Woman Josie posts, Friends, my account was hacked. I did not lose 150 pounds on the Akai Berry diet. I only weigh 140 pounds. If I lost 150 pounds, I would not only disappear, but quite likely would be swallowed up into an alternate universe. Stay tuned next for reasoned debate, nostalgia, and inspiring quotes which may or may not have come from famous people. Good night, Facebook. Good night. Ian Bag is a stand-up comedian originally from Terrace, B.C. That is north of Vancouver, gang. He currently makes his home in Los Angeles, of course. He is what we call a comedian's comedian. It's always a good conversation with Ian on the podcast. Here now is our interview with Ian Bag.
I'm just putting my bike on. All right, that's cool. All right. It's probably much less windy now. It is, yes. So, uh, <laughs> so I was I was going to ask you. The first thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, do, do you have any know anybody I can stay with in Toronto or Vancouver? <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I lost you. I said, uh, do you know anybody I could stay with in Toronto or Vancouver when I move there? Uh, uh, I can move out here. That's funny. <laughs> on the heels My parents' of... house is open. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So I, I know you'd you'd posted some stuff about the election. Not that you're a political guy per se, but um, interested in the reaction of a foreigner. We talked to Tim Slagle a week before the election, and Tim and I agreed that this could happen. And of course, it did. And of course, you know, we know all know what side Tim is on. But um. So what's your take, man, as a as a Canadian living in California? What my take is see here here's here's where I ride an interesting line with it all because I Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Three, two, three. I have no idea what happened there. That's okay. Uh, you were saying you were I was, in the, mi- I was in the middle. I was in the middle of this thing. I was this whole rant. I was like, huh, I think I figured out which side you're on. Yeah. Uh, you. you um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you ride an interesting line, and then that's where it cut off. I uh, yeah, because I'm I'm neither Republican or Democrat. I like take from both sides. Sure. So, so I will have people come from me on both sides. Most people have people come from them on one side, but I'll get hate from both sides. I'll get called a, I'll get called a Nazi, and I'll also get called a libertard. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, there's a guy I know I here know. that's like that. It's, it's just very interesting. I, 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 uh, I said something today. I said. Um, Telling somebody their opinion doesn't matter. It's censorship. Trying to change somebody's opinion is debate. And I think we've kind of lost that you need to debate things. You need to try to convince somebody. Nobody tries to convince anybody. Oh, yeah. They just yell at the other person. Yeah. Well, I can see that. Um, uh, so are, are you worried at all, or you just think, well, it's just going to go on like it always does? No, I'm, I'm definitely worried. I'm definitely, I, you know, and, and as, as you just brought up that I'm an outsider, one of the outside things that I'm worried about is I, as I'm not, have not always been uh, an American citizen uh, or someone living in America. I was on the other side of the fence, too, where people said that, oh, those loud, dumb Americans. And I don't, I think that's gone away in years. You know, with Obama and stuff like that. And I just, I just don't, I, I I love Americans and I know most of them are great people, which is like every country. Sure. I just don't, I just don't, I just don't feel like, I just don't, I don't want that, that, uh, uh, looking down on America. I want, I want it to be, I, I want, I want them to see what I see. So, and I think what your leader says a lot of that, you know? Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you about having lived in Canada, and one of the first things that uh, Trump wants to do is, uh, you know, dismantle Obamacare, which is what, something the Republicans have been, you know, 
they tried 37 times to do, and now it looks like they'll finally be able to do it. But, you know, people always say about the Canadian healthcare system, and it always seems to me when I listen to, like, CBC radio and all that, things like that, when there's a problem with the health system up there, no one says to scrap it. They always say, well, hmm, we have a shortage of nurses. That's that's a big problem. Yeah, yeah, let's tweak it. Yeah, I mean, is that the case, or am I misreading that? Uh, well, the, the, the problem with... with um Canadian healthcare versus American healthcare, and and I'll go afterwards. I'll go uh, British healthcare too. Okay, okay so, cool. Oh, great. But, All right. Um, um, Canadian healthcare, the struggle with it is people say there's lines for certain things. You have to wait for certain things, and that's a population thing. So if Toronto has got all the population of most of the population of Canada, they're going to have most of the best. Okay. For yes, yeah, so. When you get into, you know, Manitoba and stuff, yeah, there is the best still in Winnipeg, but the population isn't as great, so there's a lineup because there's not as much of that. Like, you can't, there's not as many surgeons, there's not as many, uh, um, um, uh, I'm trying to think of it, like, Specialists. What is it when they look in you? The specialists and and but also the, just the machine. Like it's just oh yeah you yeah. Can't have a, scans. You just can't have a machine that's not used. At the end of the day, you just can't. Right. If there's one person using it a week, they can't do that. So instead of doing that, they move it to the larger center. So you'll have to make an appointment that is weeks out. But even being in America, I know that I had to search for when, when I broke my ankle this summer. I had to search out for an ortho. And I had to search out for the best ortho. Thank goodness my doctor is uh, a good friend of, of mine and my family and just took complete care of me and, and took charge of it. But in Canada, there's just, there's just, the population isn't great enough for you to be able to search out. There's just uh, okay. one, like, and if we did, we're going to go back, we're going to go back to Manitoba, Manitoba. If there's one uh, ortho, and I'm sure there's more in, in Winnipeg, and there's one in Brandon, the rest of the province has to go to that, so the lineup is greater. Oh, uh, okay. That's that's that is usually the complaint of Canada. Yes. Uh, from from what I've been told, if you're in Canada and you're rich, you can take a certain you can buy a certain medical that you can use in the states and skip the line kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, but at the same time, you're just using it to get that uh, MRI and go home type of thing. You're right. Yeah. You know, and get the get the work done there. But but. When, when they say the Canadian system is broken, it isn't broken. It's it's dependent on population. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, I had a friend. I had a talk with a friend in in uh, Britain the other day, which wouldn't have that problem because the population for amount of land mass is huge, so you wouldn't have right. to go far to find that. Yep. Um, he told me birth to cradle. It's two thousand. The government spends two thousand dollars per person every year on medical. Okay. That is that is what they're that's that's what they charge to keep and and they have the same type of medical as Canada does. You know, like uh, um, yeah, national healthcare. Right. So when they say it's too expensive, it's not. Our problem over here is we've let our we've let our insurance companies get out of control. You know. So the insurance companies, even if Obamacare goes up, the Obamacare goes up because the insurance company is finding a way to find to cover their losses that in other that Obama's hurt them in other ways, even though they shouldn't be. Yeah. So our our insurance is still our problem. <laughs> you know, yeah. They're still 
putting their, their fingers in, even though, uh, that, and, and I think those are the tweaks that need to be made on Obamacare. And I don't think we'll ever cure those things until, you know, how Trump wanted to drain the swamp. We'll never cure those things until as, as long as, um, a drug rep or an insurance rep makes more money than a doctor, things won't change. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, and that, that's going on tenfold right now. Yeah. And by all indications, he's, he's just, he's just filling the swamp more. Are the early indications, right. but um, you know, it's not, the other thing you said about being, you know, neither Republican or Democrat. It's something I've always thought interesting about uh, comedians is the fact that you know, and especially like our friend Jimmy Dore, uh, for one, uh, you know, I always th- thought they'd be more sympathetic a little bit to uh, the conservative mindset. Only in that you, you're really you're your own boss. You're you're an entrepreneur, as it were, even though you don't have a right. uh, physical product. Uh, to sell, you're still selling a product, and you know you're you're Absolutely. Own, yeah. So w- why do you think it is that that um, more comedians aren't at least you know sympathetic to that thought, or maybe they are, and it's just it's the crazy part of the Republican Party people have been concentrating on. Uh, I think the rebel, uh, the the right wing are a tendency to stop people from free thinking. So I think our job is more about free thinking than. Um, than uh, selling a product. Okay. So we have to, I, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I, 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 my, my thing is, and I don't know if it's because I'm a foreigner coming to here and I see things. I, I just, my, my Republican side is more um, law enforcement. Like okay. I take that side, yeah, that side of law law enforcement and military. I'm on that side. My my um my um, liberal side is social programs yeah. and medical. Yeah, Makes so sense. but they kind of fit together. Social programs and law enforcement go together because if you give the more you give a child to do and expand their mind and expand their chances. The less they're going to go into into crime. Yes, makes sense. So yeah, and uh, uh, you know, and, and I'm uh, and my thing has always been, you know, be suspicious of any large system, be that a corporation or a government. And of course, the logical extension of that is, you know, government is the biggest system, so you should be most wary of that. And I get that argument, but um, right, I just think that it's, well, uh, it's funny because the people, the people, I've heard this before. The people that are Republican, they say that America is, uh, you know, the, the president is the leader of the biggest company in the world, and the biggest company in the world is America. Yeah. So, it's kind of weird that I don't know that they consider the country a, 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 a company. Yeah, I would say that's a lot of. We all we all know companies close down all the time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I guess a lot of uninformed people. Uh, knowing it's a, a friend of a friend of mine on on Facebook the other day was saying that they were they'd gotten in an argument about Trump's taxes and this lady's like well he's just taking advantage of laws that Hillary Clinton helped enact and my friend said she's the sec- she was the Secretary of State she doesn't set tax policy and then they're like yeah she does right. so I'm like no no she, do you know what the Secretary of State does <laughs> yeah they, well that's the thing they don't they don't have a clue right right a lot of these jobs are yeah and. I had a guy, I put up a post the other day about how the Republicans um, shut down uh, um, uh, a pay raise, I can't remember, it was something for 
the military. Yeah. And and I had a guy go, that was in 2014. And I said, that is Mitch McConnell. That is who you just fucking voted for. Yep. Yep. It doesn't matter if it was two years ago. Yeah. He shut that down. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing. All these, you know, crazy ideas they had that they've always wanted to do. And, you know, Trump will be... I don't see Trump not signing a lot of these things that they want to do. So that's, you know, that's... Yeah, that, I, that kind of scares me. But yeah. I, as a guy that spends a lot of time in airports, he seems to want six airports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, yeah. I just, I just thought it was so bizarre when he started talking about airports. I'm like, when was that guy actually in a, a public airport? Oh yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Um, so the how would even how would even how would even know what what's going on in airports? Yeah. Uh, so the the politics aside, what are you talking about on stage these days? What's your your set looking like? Uh, you know what politics? You know, it's it's. Uh, I I have a conversation with whatever whatever's going on, and if it comes up, it comes up. Yeah. Um. I I've never I've never been a comedian that shies away from somebody uh, or something. Um, my whole thing that I like, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm married now. I've been married for a couple of years. That's so right. Getting into the, uh, getting, getting a little bit more, you know, some marriage material that I'm just, I never thought I'd see myself, uh, doing, but at the same time, she is my best friend and yep. I've always talked about my friends. So there you go. I'm just talking about, an, I'm just talking about another friend. Uh, I got these, uh, we, ha- we, we lost our old, we had our 17 year old dog and we lost her at the uh. beginning of the year. So we actually uh, we actually got a new pup for uh, for Lou. So we have a French bulldog, a, a six month old French bulldog, and and Lou running around being a puppy. So a lot of talk about that, and uh, just you know, just a conversation. It's still a conversation. I love conversation. I love to know what's going on in people's minds, and I you know I love to ask a question. Yeah, and uh, and of course it's always a brilliant conversation because people really. Uh... As we said before, you're you're one of those guys. You're a comedian's comedian. Everybody always speaks highly of you. Uh, oh, really? That's so nice. Because yeah, <laughs> I was open. Yeah, yeah. So everyone, every, everybody loves Ian Bag, and uh, and one of these days we'll see you in person. I know every time we try to see you, something happens. In Vegas, you invited us to a show, and it was like a thousand degrees outside, and my wife couldn't exactly. even get her from. We had to go take the shuttle over to um, Rio, and then we we're gonna walk across the street to the Palms where you were. And she's like, I can't do it. Right. It's just too goddamn hot. And then uh, and, uh, we were here on a, like a holiday weekend last time in Cincinnati. But uh, we'll get it sorted one of these days, I assure you. And uh, Yeah, I'd love to have you out. Who, who knows which club I'll be playing next time I'm there. There you but, go. Uh, I love the Cincinnati area. So. Well, great, man. Well, uh, good luck with this hockey podcast. Uh, if you need any advice, you know, just, you know, got my text and email and everything. And if I can be of any service, yeah, I just... let me know. I just say, you know, it doesn't always have to be funny. I just yeah. like, you know, we talked about politics. And, sure. And, and, and like, I, like I say, I'm not, I, you know, when it comes to politics, I hope people, when they listen, I just, you know, uh, just an open mind. Just have an open mind and listen. That's, yeah. I'm, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you have to change your way, whatever right. you have to live. Exactly. As long as you don't, you know, if you're into hurting somebody or, or being about somebody, I will never respect you. Right. Uh, but, but if you just, if you think you have a way of making the country better that's better to mine, and that's what you think, I'm, I'm open because I'm, yeah. my, my idea is not about making things bad. My, my 
Mine is about your life being just as good as mine because that's what makes my life better. People around me are happy. Yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to anybody. I'm, oh. I'm with you. Well, cool, man. Good talking. Yeah. As always, this will be in print and city pages, uh, in print and online uh, the week you're up there. And, of course, uh, we'll recycle it for Cincinnati uh, next time you're down here. And um, we'll talk to you again soon. Sounds good, bud. Have a good day. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. Thanks again to Ian Bag for being on the show. You can catch Ian this week in Virginia Beach. He starts his run there on the 23rd, and then the following week he is in Minnesota. Uh, starting December 1st, that is, he will be in Minnesota at the House of Comedy there in Bloomington. All right, so we're up to the song of the week here, and the song of the week is from the 1975. Fangirl and I saw them uh, across the river from Cincinnati in northern Kentucky, yeah, where, uh, where Fangirl goes to school, actually. So it wasn't a very far walk for her. Um, a great show. Uh, they did not play my favorite song. I'm a little miffed about that. I don't understand how you do not play the song that got you your first exposure on BBC Radio 1. The Chris has a song called The City. Uh, and that might have been one of my top tracks of the millennium when, we, when Han and I did that. But I don't remember. Um, Anyway, they didn't play that, but a funny thing happened during the show. Of course, uh, Fangirl went down to take pictures because we're going to be doing a review for the Pop Culture Beast. Look for that in the next week or so. And uh, so uh, she comes back up to our seats, and uh, the encore is about to start, and she goes, well, they they might play the city in the encore because they change up the encore. They play the two big hits, uh, which are The Sound and Chocolate. No, don't mean to spoil it for you, but um, they play The Sound and Chocolate, and they play two other songs, but they mix those other two songs up. Well, they ended up playing Fangirl's favorite song. And she said, they might play the city, they might not. Uh, so anyway, so I, I said, well, I didn't look at the uh, the set list uh, on purpose because I wanted to be surprised. And she says, oh, well, I always look at the set list because I don't know if I'm going to cry during the first three songs <laughs> because that's when she's down in the pit taking pictures. And I thought that was the most hilarious thing I'd ever heard her say because <laughs> she's so emotional about music that she can't even do her job taking pictures of the band because she's afraid she might become overwhelmed with emotion and her eyes will tear up and she'll be able to see the uh, lens to take pictures. So anyway... Uh, toward the end of the set, uh, they they played a song uh, called Paris, which is from the new album, the newer album, the one that came out in February. And uh, they said that the song reminded them of Christmas, even though it's not really a very Christmassy sounding song. I guess maybe they wrote it or it, uh, they re- released the album, I guess. Well, I guess they were finishing up mixing the album probably the end of last year. So anyway, uh, I really like the song a lot. It reminds me a little bit of Change of Heart and some of the other slower songs, but it's still really good. The song is called Paris, and it is our song of the week, and this really should be their next single. Uh, Paris from the 1975 is our song of the week on PF State Per- Quarter so long and thanks for listening. <laughs> 